not talking about politics. <laughs> hey, pull up a chair and join us. Uh, we're just having a quick discussion about things that matter to you. And together, we're hoping to find some answers to those questions that are rolling around in all of our heads. Hi, I'm Denise Harper from The Morning Show. Hey, you don't want to know what's rolling around in my head. And I'm, <laughs> I'm Bill, co-host of The Morning Show. <laughs> I'm Andrew Jackson, the director of marketing. Bill, is it not attached or something? Yeah, you, do no, you have it's things just rolling? It's a dangerous place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark Dickey, host of the afternoon show on the bridge. You hang around long enough, you'll hear some of that stuff rattle out. Yeah. And it's scary. it is uh, scary. Yeah. yeah. Do, actually. <laughs> so, uh, I, one of my favorite times of year is Christmas. I mean, I. Yes. Okay, I love Halloween too. I don't want to discount that, but Christmas. I mean, Christmas. I thought you were a Christian. I, well. <laughs> That's the Whoa. funny thing about that. Uh, <laughs> I just know the Halloween is a I know. can of worms. It is a can of worms. Yeah, but Christmas um, is too, I guess. It can be. Yeah. And one of the things that always, you know, we love to watch the uh, the Disney Christmas Carol, of course. And then, um, I don't know, one of my favorite characters is Scrooge McDuck. Just, uh, I love the whole, you know, the whole story. You've never seen the Christmas Carol with the Scrooge Disney characters? McDuck, no. Oh, it's, well, in our house, it was a classic. Yeah. But then I always went back and I always watched the old... Um, uh, what was the? There's like two other versions. A Christmas Story. Uh, the Christmas Story. Well, there's a Christmas Story is a yeah. good one. Yeah. Elf. Elf, Elf is great. Elf. <laughs> the best movie ever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but there's also two more uh, portrayals of Scrooge. Um, one right. was an old black and white one that you can still, I think, sometimes on the George C. Scott. Yeah. George C. Scott is another. Uh, yeah. That's the second, the oh, third okay. version. Oh, wow. So every year I try to watch all three versions. I love them. It's a wonderful you know? life. It's a wonderful life. Mm -hmm. That's a big. Heart change movie, yep. Miracle that's a good on Thirty Fourth Street, yep. Yeah, that, that one loses me every time. Yeah. White Christmas. <laughs> They're all great. They all add to the joy of the holiday. But one thing I find is that sometimes walking into church, ready for that Christmas card exchange, I see a bunch of bah humbugs. <laughs> I see a bunch of like downturned faces and sour, dour. Well, like, I th I think the most people that I hear. Oh, it's not Thanksgiving yet. Why are you, why is right. this Christmas? Yeah. Why is this display out yeah, at, exactly. at the store? And it's like I feel like I hear that more from Christians. Right. And I'm like, guys, they're extending our right. like <laughs> our thing. They're this is our like, big day. Let's let's yeah. take it. Come on, let's run with it. Yeah. I yeah. think one of the reasons that I love Christmas so much is because it is a time of joy, and I wish that we mm. had that same joy and excitement. Um, about the holidays throughout the year. Yeah. Right. But it's also a really kind of tough time for people. Yeah. Uh, for people, people that have lost yeah. um, people and so yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Or you have tough memories around the holidays. Yeah, that's what, true. Uh, it, but the cool thing is everybody talks about Jesus around Christmas time. Yes. How, you have to. People are more call open. It holiday. Just mm -hmm. happy holidays or whatever. But yeah, people are open to talking about Jesus mm -hmm. at Christmas time. So it opens yeah. up a lot of opportunity. Yes. It does. And... um I don't know. I for me, joy comes from not only knowing the meaning of Christmas, you know, the arrival of Christ, but also it comes not in receiving things. Oh, I think come I've come on now. Come on, you know you want. Presents. I'm supposed to say that, right? Like, <laughs> no. you're, you're supposed to be honest. Okay, okay. Podcast. Honestly, this is what I want for Christmas. Yeah. No, no. Honestly, I think I think I I derive a lot of joy from giving things to people, and I yeah. derive a lot of joy from um, expressing my gratitude. Right. I'll put it that way. Okay. When I when I know what I have, like what I really possess and the value of it yeah. and I'm grateful for it, I like to turn that over and then express it by giving 
to others. So you have two children. I do. How old are they? They are, well, they'll be nine and okay. five. So how are you teaching them that value? Sure. Um, I try to get them to see what they have versus what other kids don't at their age. So a lot, they have a lot of stuffed animals. They have a lot of games. They have a lot of tangible things. Right. And when we go to clean out their room, it's kicking and screaming, right? The whole the whole day. Hmm. But then we say, look, you, you've got this toy that you've not played with. You've got these things that, that are just sitting in your room and you're not enjoying them. There's another kid out there who doesn't have this tangible thing. They don't have this stuffed animal. They don't have this game. If you get rid of this toy and make room on your shelf, you have the chance to get some more books or another toy. Hmm. We could take that gift down to the Goodwill and give it to someone who, who will use it and enjoy it. So we try to do that. And I know that's a very like, you know, stoic. Well, no, I was going to say it's very, it's very tied to consumer. You know, it's tied yeah. to like items and gifts and things, but in their minds right now, I think they can grasp that pretty easily. It's very, very tangible. Yeah. Um, so we, we try to get them to share what they have to express okay. that. Right. Wow. I have so much. And I express that by overflowing, by giving to others. Okay. Right. You know, you know what that just makes me think of is I've been really aware of my need for stuff in general, and, and I've traced it back to when I was a kid and that Christmas toy catalog showed up at the house. <laughs> oh, man, they don't even send that anymore. I became so aware of what I didn't have. Yeah. Oh. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, here... Yeah, you you do have you know a hundred Hot Wheels cars, <laughs> right? But you, but don't, you have don't have the new one. This one. These ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. How toxic is that? <laughs> well, I didn't think about it that way. No, neither did I. Boy, when that catalog came, I couldn't wait yeah. to tear into it. And I, I mean, I took a ballpoint pen. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Page by page, if there was something on a page, I turned the top corner down so it would yes. make it much easier. <laughs> yeah. For Santa to find. Yeah. Wow. I would even circle the color uh-huh. if it was a size thing or, you know, you had to be quantity. specific. Yes. You know. And I was very specific. <laughs> wow. How about that? They, they don't even have those anymore. Um, catalogs, yeah. My now, grandfather. Now the kids put everything in your Amazon uh, your wish list. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You create your online wish list. Yeah. My grandfather used to work at Sears. And so uh, ah. we, we usually would get these catalogs pretty early because yeah. uh, they'd bring them to the store and leave them and um when he passed away when he and my grandmother both passed away and we were cleaning up the estate mm-hmm. we found three or four of these uh old Aww. wish list catalog books yeah completely untouched wow. wrapped up in plastic with each of our names Whoa, on them Oh, very cool Aww. you know which is neat you know it's a, yeah. it's a neat collectible nostalgia yeah yeah well here's some i have an, i have two adult children so my uh my son nick who's in his early 30s taught me this don't give gifts give experiences and he's been doing this for years and it's the best thing ever last christmas he gave me he actually went in with my wife but they gave me tickets to see the eagles and james taylor in concert which was just in i forget when it was august or july or sometime um in philadelphia and he flew out from california to go with me Wow! So wow, I got yeah. so I got the joy of Christmas morning of realizing I was going to go yeah, see this, right. and I got to think about it in t- anticipation for half a year. Yeah. Oh, and then wow. he comes home, and we go to Philly, and, and we experience it together. It was the that best. That is cool. That was best gift ever. Yeah. yeah. So I try to think along those lines now instead of a gift giving you a a shirt or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
let's do something together. I'll take you. Here's a we're going to canoeing or something. You know, it doesn't have to be lavish. Mm-hmm. Right. No, it it doesn't. You're right. And it's that that time together that's yeah. the valuable part of right. the whole gift. And you make a memory. Yeah. You're not going to remember a shirt forever, but you'll mm-hmm. you'll remember the time you took the kids canoeing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's a good tip. Yeah, I think one of the things that uh, that robs us of the joy around the holidays is the stress that we put on ourselves for all the things we want to get done, uh, all the gifts we want to purchase, which means then do we overspend and then we're mm-hmm. feeling yeah. freaked out about how little we have left to actually pay the bills because we've sure. overspent. And I, I heard a really good tip um, earlier this week about just that mm-hmm. is to set a budget. Mm-hmm. on what you're going to do for Christmas and don't go over it, you know, stick to that budget. And the people who were surveyed that did that were happier and enjoyed, really got to enjoy the holidays. The The way that my wife and I budget, the way we do our budget is um, we actually have like, uh, I forget what the percentage is, but like $12 out of every check the entire year ah. goes specifically to gifts. Yeah. So whether it's a wedding or a birthday yeah. or Christmas. Wow. So, so at the end of the year we end up raising, yeah, you know, a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks for Remember the Christmas clubs. I was yes. just thinking of that. I remember my mom. So Mark, about that I, I want to be clubs. just like you when I grow up. The Christmas yep. club was a Christmas cool club. Christmas club. A couple bucks every week went into a savings account and then the bank would send you a check oh like in october i have heard of that i have heard of that i'm not that young because always (laughs) like end of summer early september i can remember mom saying well christmas club is coming yes (laughs) yep they don't do that anymore no 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 but it the offers are still there right we get uh how many different shopping days now we've got black friday cyber monday right yeah. Giving Tuesday is a good one, but that's for giving to others. And you know, local shopping, local. That's right. The mm-hmm. Saturday small small business Saturday yeah. is right after uh, Black Friday. Yeah. So lots of chances for you to spend or overspend. Mm-hmm. I think budget is a great way to do that. But to be intentional. To stay. Yeah. To be intentional. I tell you what, that Black Friday, my wife hates it. She absolutely can't stand the <laughs> the concept of going out shopping the day after, literally the minute after. You're being you're just celebrating being thankful for what you have. Um, Mm. But for me, we used to live really close to this outlet mall. And so when I was in middle school, like that was something adventurous that my mom and I did together. Mm. And I have all these great memories of staying up till 2 a.m. waiting in line for something with my mom. We weren't the first people in the electronics in the electronics department trampling people but we just went out and did something reckless <laughs> right you know and it was fun and so i now associate that with the holidays mm-hmm. and so what if it's buying something we're we're building a family relationship yeah, yeah. you were well, experiencing you that was what bill was yeah, talking right. about the experiential yeah uh, because for you doing that with your mom it was the experience of it it wasn't you weren't really yeah. thinking as much about the money yeah mm-hmm. Are you a Black Friday shopper, Denise? I used to be avid. Yeah. Not anymore. No, I've been once. <laughs> My mom convinced me, and I went, and I I wasn't real thrilled. I'm not a big shopper. I don't like to go out yeah, and I shop. Um, I love the online shopping. That's my can I, I love Can it. I tell you one other thing that, that our family does? And we, I learned this from my daughter, who is from Latvia. And the way they uh, celebrate in Latvia, before you can open any gifts 
on Christmas, everybody has to share something. And it can be a song, a story you wrote, a story you read and you just want to share it, uh, a talent or whatever. Last year I wrote a poem and I read the poem. And so everybody does their little thing. We go around the room. So all the gifts are still sitting there and we're focusing on each other and doing our little little talent and whatever. And I, I made it. It was a poem about them. Oh, and uh, everybody did their own thing. It's it's really a cool. That's thing. really touching yeah. because that's you know completely disconnecting you from the you know the, the gifts and the consumerism of that can creep into Christmas, yeah. and uh, that's also building some great memories. Yeah, I'm sure right. yeah. you know that's pretty neat. So also uh, you had mentioned that holidays are tough sometimes for people mm-hmm. who are experiencing grief or have lost. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a couple of years on, mm-hmm. but. Christmases are just layered with tons of good memories of people that might have passed on um, or that are no longer in our lives. What are some ways that you've conquered grief yourself at Christmas time? Like that you've gotten past it or that you've helped somebody else? I think it's a I think it's a good thing to think about who's in your circle that may have suffered loss in the last mm. year or two and mm-hmm. be in I'm saying that word a lot, intentional. but intentional yeah. about reaching out and either, um, you know, doing something experiential with them, you know, or uh, just helping them maybe to even remember to reflect, um, to share in those because they're remembering anyway, but helping to fill some of that grief with some joy. Right. The year after my grandfather passed, uh, there was an old willow that was on the, um, or it was on the property anyway, and it fell. Uh, sometime after while we were getting the estate prepared and all of that. But my brother knew someone who was a woodworker and he said, Hey, can you clear the tree out? And he just told us we're getting the tree cleared out. Don't worry. I'll get it taken care of. And then Christmas rolls around. So this was in the summer sometime Christmas rolls around. And my brother had this woodworker take this old willow that had fallen apart. The, the woodworker found some good sections of it and he was able to whittle down this bowl that my brother gave to my mom mm. made completely of one solid piece of the willow tree and then spoons that he gave to each of the family members. Wow. And wow. Uh, I think we made ours into an ornament that hangs on the tree, yeah. but it's a great, because my grandfather spent his whole life in the backyard, you know, working yes. on that yard and tending to everything. And so just so many memories That's wrapped beautiful. up in that, yeah. you know, um, but it was a great way to honor that memory and bring mm-hmm. him back, you know, to Christmas yeah. with us. So Absolutely. yeah. Yep. That's cool. There's a, a group organization uh, called Grief Share, mm-hmm. and they uh, they do stuff all throughout the year. But I know they often do this thing called surviving the holidays, mm-hmm. and basically you can kind of go through grief with other people and and kind of learn some tidbits and things to keep in mind mm-hmm. while you're going through this season where you shared all these years mm-hmm. with somebody who might not be here anymore, yeah. and. I just think it's really cool that organizations like that, uh, the classes like that exist for mm-hmm. people to get through it. Yeah, there are some a number of churches in the area who offer that. Mm. Um, and there are some really good coping skills in there that there you are. can learn. Yep, there are. So if, you know, if nothing else, hopefully you can turn your bah humbug into a Merry Christmas mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the things that we've discussed are going to help. Now, I don't know, out of all the different topics that we touched on, 
Denise, what would you say is something you're going to do to recapture your joy this Christmas? Well, I am married to Mr. Christmas. Oh. I would say that. <laughs> and uh, so he is all about, in fact, all the decorations, outside decorations go up beginning of November. That is uh, we great. don't actually turn on the outside lights until Thanksgiving night. Okay. But that has just been a tradition that we have observed all of our married lives. And I would say that for me, I love what Bill shared earlier about experiential. My kids are getting older, so I thought that's a great idea to think. I have a 17-year-old daughter and a 23-year-old son and a four-year-old granddaughter. So I'm thinking, wow, okay, so some experiential things that could be great gifts this year. I'm a procrastinator, so I think my, my takeaway is don't wait till the last minute because if you wait till the last minute, you're running to the outlets and buying what's on sale. Mm, that's true. So plan ahead. You really inspired me with that tree story about making stuff from the wood. Wow. But that requires thinking about it now and ahead of time and not waiting till the last minute. Right. And then the experience thing, too, of course. Yeah. I'll try to do more of that. I loved what you said uh, about the Latvian tradition of sharing something that you created with the group before everybody tears into the gifts. And um, my kids are always creating little things anyway. You know, they're very, like, artsy. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can throw that out as a challenge. Like, let's each bring something to the to the group and share it from our hearts yeah. before we get into all these gifts. I think cool. that'd be neat to see what yeah, they come up with. Fun. Yeah. Mark, what about you? So definitely the experience thing. My dad is probably like most dads. He already owns everything that he wants. And in the, in the most recent years, he's actually gotten visibly frustrated with us for buying another shirt or another screwdriver set. And he's just like, I don't want this stuff. And so that really has jogged my mind. You know, what can I do with my dad um, that doesn't involve him opening something? Right. That, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's definitely what I'm going to do. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to try to pick up the discussion next week. We hope that you can join us then, too. Until then, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas.